This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan as we are live from Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry in Frisco. Yes, my son has excelled. My youngest son has excelled in the business space <laughs> very quickly. He has opened up not just a regular watches place, but a fine watches and jewelry place. So if you want to come check him out, support the cause in Frisco off of Dallas Parkway, we would love that. Yeah, man. Uh, the, and, Kevin, it's not, it's not your son. But we will what? have Noah on and momentarily to talk about what they got going on here today. Hopefully he can talk better than my son. <laughs> can your son talk yet? He can. Just okay. There's a lot of gibberish. A lot of da-da yeah. and mama stuff. Up, and up, uh, book, up, book up, read. Um, eat. There we go. That's good. That's awesome. I love that. The, um, this, is a, this is a really cool place if you're looking for last minute. Uh, jewelry ideas. If you're looking oh, that's for, a good point. you know what, I need to celebrate and give my something, myself something amazing for 2024. Uh, they'd come on out here today. They have a lounge, a uh, cigar lounge, a uh, bar area to kind of mull things over, to just kind of hang out and observe that. But uh, great people to work with as well. And uh, they do have a Bronco that they're giving away uh, today. So Today? <laughs> yeah. And Woo! I hear there's food. And then we have some cool items that uh, the fan is giving away today as well out here. So come on out. It's right off of North, uh, North Dallas Tollway and Stonebrook. And it's uh, real easy to access, get in. And, uh, you know, they do have donuts next door, too, if you're just like, you know what, I was hankering for a donut today. So okay. come on in and enjoy the experience today. And, Kevin, I do believe that uh, the Barrett Sports Media just posted a story where I said, I do feel like with MLB and these other sports, it might be more difficult to do regional sports networks like Bally is doing. And I think that is ripped directly from a quote from you. Oh. So, <laughs> so we'll work on that. Though. Fantastic. Because you were on TV yesterday. I, that uh, is true. On NBC5. That is true. Talking about, uh, talking about all the things. I'm so. not going to lie. Yeah. I'm surprised so many people watch the news. I got, <laughs> I, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of feedback from that. All right. We're going to start it off like this. I know the Dolphins game is coming up Sunday right here on 105.3 The Fan. So we could talk about the Dolphins game, of course, but I wanted to put the people to the test. Maybe put you to the test, Corey. All right. Three things that the Cowboys must, must do, must do, to reach the NFC Championship game for the first time since 1995. So, look, I'm skipping all the way ahead. All right. All right? I'm skipping all the way to the second round of the playoffs. All right. And I said I didn't want to do this yet, but well, okay. Alec, you might need be needed if Corey boycotts <laughs> this segment. You. All right. I got you. Fact or fiction, the Cowboys, to make the NFC Championship game, must secure the NFC East title, thus ensuring themselves of two playoff games. Um, I think that's fiction because, um, except for Mike, 
Mike would say that you have to be the one seed to get to the to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, right. So like he's like you have to have that. It's Except true. when we are the one seed, <laughs> we don't make it to the Super Bowl. So, um, but I, I'm going to say that's fiction because you said must, and then I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think it's I think it's important. Uh, I think it's a, something that you want to accomplish. It's something you want to do. Uh, and you should want to do it. Like that sure, should be your sure. goal each year is to get as many home games as possible uh, to put yourself in the best position for it. Win as many games throughout the year. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily a must. It's it's the it cancels everything out. This might shock you to hear, Corey. I agree with you. Also, fiction. Mm. One of the reasons being is. I still think, and I feel like we're pretty much all in agreement, you're still going to play the game. But if you have to go to San Francisco in the second round, I am exceedingly concerned about that. However, with what you've seen from the Eagles or, hell, even the Lions, I absolutely believe you could see playoff upsets in the first round that would facilitate the Cowboys going to... Uh, going to Detroit or going to Philadelphia. And if that's the case, I, I do believe that they can win those games. The, the other thing, I will say this. I don't love hearing Jerry Jones reference the New York Giants and their wild card run to the Super Bowl. Right. Because, like, that's a very rare occasion that happens. And, but it, it is a reality that it did happen before. But that's not – you don't, can't just sit there and go, well, I mean, it happened then. It's going to happen again. You can say, well, it, the odds are that it's not going to, but it's not like it zero is the answer. Do you want me to totally change the segment and ask you if you think Dak is better than Eli? Oh, 877 Come on, you do. <laughs> do you not? He's better than Eli. Okay, good. He's better than okay, Eli, except, except for at Super Bowl wins. And then from the 817, shout out to Baby Noah opening a fine watch store while not being able to read. That is that insane. is very fair. And then from the 214, Noah has a whole jewelry store but can't read a lick. All of those are facts. <laughs> All right. So you say fiction on the next one. This one? I think you're going to be a fact on. Right. Fact or fiction, to make the NFC Championship game, the Cowboys must shore up their tackling issues. Let me give you a little bit more insight because I have to admit, I was pretty surprised about this. How do you think, before the Buffalo game, I know everything fell apart there. Would you say the Cowboys were average, above average, or great at tackling? Uh, before, the before the Buffalo game. I realized I would say they were average. Okay. I would say they were average at tackling. I would have said above average, but not great. They had the lowest missed tackle rate in the NFL mm. at 8.3%. Okay. That went up an entire percentage point as they missed after the Buffalo after game. After the Buffalo game. <laughs> Think about how deep into the season we are. As they missed 17 tackles. That's too many. And they are now second in the NFL in missed tackle percentage. That being said, if you see that type of performance again against a team that's not Buffalo, it feels like you're definitely going to lose. You know what? Now that, I, now that I think about it, Kevin, when I go back, I think that I let the Buffalo game skew my, my I, thought. It was terrible. But they were really good. Like That's, that's why they were able to get off the field. Yep. They were able to get out of third down situations. They were able to, to, to say, you're not going to score a lot of points against our defense because they were making those sure tackles, even if it was at the, at the, line, at the, the whatever marker. Uh, for a first down, so I feel like that's uh, I feel like that is something that can be corrected pretty easily. Like they were already good at it. Why weren't they good at it in this game? Is because they didn't care? 
because they made the playoffs and they were just like whatever out there. I don't. You don't think that, right? I don't think that. I I I don't know the answer. Uh, I oh, really don't. I don't no. know where they were where they were mentally in this game because it looked like they weren't mentally ready to to compete in a football game, Kevin. It really did. Just watching, and maybe it was also something in the middle, something on that defensive line was creating situations at the second level, and those those missed tackles were, hey, I'm just barely even getting to the guy. This is a quality question from the 817. My backyard is kind of small, and I'm not certain what they eat. Am I still eligible to win the Bronco? It is now, a vehicle, Kevin. Bronco the car, yes. not Bronco the animal or Bronco Nagurski. Right. It, that is an important clarification that I appreciate that you bring this up. I think up. it's premium uh, or premium. Yeah, I think it's premium. That's uh, what a Bronco the car eats. Yes. Okay. All right. That's a good note right there. All right. So you say fact or fiction to shoring up the tackling issues? Um, that they must? Yes. Yes. Okay. They have to. All right. They have to, but I think that's very easily correctable. Once again, agreed. Now, the last Kevin. fact or fiction I have for this part is, and this might be the most difficult because it's kind of a multi-tiered one right there. Fact or fiction to make the NFC Championship game, the Cowboys must score early allowing Micah Parsons and the Cowboys pass rush to tee off. Um, okay, so you're saying get past the first round, get into, get past the second round, and get to the NFC, NFC championship. championship game. I'll tell you, I'll tip my hand here. I, I think this is a fact. I think it's fiction. Ooh. And the reason is because I don't, I, you're, you're getting to a point in the year at, the, those, at those two games, at least, where you're playing good football teams. Not trash football. You're sure. not playing the Giants. You're not playing, you know, the wor- you're not playing the Carolina Panthers. You're playing good football teams. So you're going to have to play a tight game. I don't think there's going to be a 40 point blowout in the playoffs whenever whenever this year rolls around. God, so last year was pretty. It yeah. was exciting in round one, and then there were some weird things in round two. But like this is, I don't think that you're going to be in a blowout game. Now, if you're saying scoring first is the reason you stay ahead. I get it, but I don't think you're going to just run away with a game and you're going to play tight ones, and they're going to have to learn how to play that way. They have to. I have started to feel more and more as I've watched this team is this defense is good. This is a very good defense. However. You don't feel like they're elite all time. I agree. Oh, for sure. I agree on that. But I also think they're a front-running defense, all right, which doesn't have to be a bad thing. But what I mean by that is they're so good at pass rush. Yeah, okay. is that when they're when you have the lead, I, it doesn't work like this in every circumstance. But would you agree that theoretically, if you're in the lead, it gives you some more leeway to cut it loose and be like maybe a little bit more risk taking on defense? Is that fair to say? Yes. OK. And so my concern is when you hinder that element of the Cowboys defense, like if you fall behind or maybe you just have to be a little bit more conservative on defense, that takes away a huge element of what makes this defense special. When even if it's seven to nothing, you're like, all right, let's start to turn it up. I think that's that's what makes this defense special. I think that one is fact. Yeah, I I, I understand that uh, they got I think that in order to be a special team this year, they got to do everything. Uh, the sure. defense is going to have to. Mike is going to have to stop looking uncomfortable whenever people are around him. And that's, that's what, what, like, he, hey, one-on-one, triple team, I got you, as long as I'm going towards the quarterback. But whenever it's time to go make a play in the run game, I'll let those guys do it. You can't do that. You can't be that guy. 
You've got to be the dude that's, that's saying, I'm flying all over the place. I'm Superman on the field today. And that's something that I didn't see in the Buffalo game. And so that's where I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I think that at some point they got to get past we're good at this and say, what are we not good at? Let's fix that before we get to the right. playoffs. Man, you would think that would have been hammered home this week, this week especially be. because you're going up against a team that, hey, guess what? Spoiler, they can run the ball just fine. Yeah. Um, that is obviously a low-key compliment. They can run the ball very, very well. Now, a couple of people are popping in with this stuff. And look, I hope that you're right. From the 940, the Cowboys focused so much on beating the Eagles, took a mental breath, and got rolled by a team fighting for their life. Or from the 214, I'm starting to think the players were sicker than we thought. They had a very low energy against the Bills. Look, I hope both of those things are right. But you have to be you have to prepare as if neither one of those things are right, right? Mm-hmm. You have to prepare as if you just got the brakes beaten off of you by a team that is fundamentally better than you. Your run defense is not good and it has to get better. You do not play well on the road and it has to get better. Like I'm not saying all of those things will bear out from here, but that feels like the way you have to address your issues right yes, now. Yes. Absolutely. This I, and it's not a perfect team right now. Uh, it's not it's not a perfect team at all by any means. They have a lot of different areas that they have to they have to get better at. Or but, sure. but a lot of things, Kevin, is like you saw them do it against teams earlier. So why did it change? What did change? Is it just because Jonathan Hankins is out? That's a big factor. I'm not gonna lie. That is a big he's factor. He's the MVP of the NFL. No, he's not. Yeah, no, he's not. He's the guy now. Uh, but you know, I, I will say not. You know, I they didn't have a backup for Van Der Esch that was that was sturdy. Sure. I, I, I think they failed in that respect of not having somebody that could replace him, uh, and that's that's a huge factor because he filled gaps. He's big, strong. He takes that on. Uh, and now you're going to safeties, and that's where it's like, okay, you're doing the best you can with this situation, but is it is it ideal, and is it going to work whenever other teams that you match up against have something that can defeat it? And that's a big that's a big problem for this team right now. From the six eight two, my three simple things: score more points, get less penalties, and have a good time. I agree with the first two. I it's, I think if you win, you'll inherently have a good time. So I would just replace number three with winning, mm. and then you'll be like, what a great time. Scoring points is important, I too. agree. Having, man, having less penalties is a huge part. I probably should have thrown that in there as one of the other options is like, well, okay, let's add that as a fourth. Do you think to make the NFC Championship game, the Dallas Cowboys have to commit less penalties? Fewer penalties, pardon me. Um... I, those that's details, uh, okay. to me. So when it, whenever you're talking about that, the de- yes, they have to be far better at paying attention to and executing the details of the game. You can't control it though at the refs. Just like 31 uh, straight quarters of no no calls for Micah. So yeah, less penalties would be great, Kevin. Right. It's an uncontrollable, except for I guess as Jerry said yesterday, just put yourself in the position to not have that happen. Don't reach, don't grab onto somebody, have your footwork in line, have all those things in place so you don't have to be in a position to make a bad play. Still to this day, I think one of the most absurd penalties is when you dominate the person so much in front of you that they go to the ground. That you land on top of them. Oh, that that's true. <laughs> that's an absurd one. But when you dominate the linemen so much yeah. in front of you that they go to the ground and you're like, that's a penalty. That's holding. You're what? like, 
Because I was too awesome? I hit him so hard, and now he fell, and I fell on top of him, and now it's holding. Yeah, I am not a fan that of that ridiculous. penalty whatsoever. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live from Noah's Fine Watches in, and Jewelry in Frisco. Coming up next, let's try to talk a little Mavs Clippers, but we will also talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. All of it coming at you next right here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. For the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live from Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry in Frisco, where they will be giving away a Ford today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whew, that is amazing. By the way, they also have some hoodies uh, to give away out on our 105.3 The Aww. Fan Table. And these hoodies are the most comfortable hoodie I've ever worn in my life. Or softest in, inside. What's if, up? If you win one of those boxes of Godiva chocolates, uh, we can negotiate. Are you trying to trade? Yes, are you trying to trade chocolates that you don't own for a hoodie that you have? That's right. It's awesome. My possession wife, is nine tenths of the law. My wife stole it, and then my kids stole the other one that I had, so they replaced it for me. I really appreciate that. Right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. The man who steals our heart every single day. It is Dallas Cowboys insider Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Not sure when I was supposed to think about that. What's a compliment? What do you mean? <laughs> Every single day, Mick. Now, so I got a question for you is, and, and I know these are just like specifically specific plays or specific players, and probably every team in the league feels this way, is the DK Metcalf touchdown or Rondale Moore, Keenan Allen. Is there any concern that speed players give the Cowboys defense and issues? Because clearly – this Miami team, with Tyreek or without, has a lot of speed on it. Yeah, I think that would be the first thing you're worried about uh, having to play this team, the amount of speed they do have. Uh, and the key thing is don't let them get into the open field. Yeah. If you remember, the, it was the Rondell Moore touchdown, right? 40, yes, it was. 42 yards three. untouched. Yeah. Yep. Now, it has a lot to do with speed, but it also has a lot to do with 
he he just went around the edge and no one was there. Right. If I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, same thing that was happening in the Buffalo game. They were getting on the edge. So, uh, yeah, speed's a worry, but also uh, making sure you're setting the edge uh, against the run. Can't crash inside all the time. Uh, and, and, you know, think I'm going after the quarterback. you got to respect the run. And I think that's one of the things they've had problem with with the run. And then with a guy like Tyreek Hill, you just can't let him get off the line of scrimmage. Now, I know they use a lot of motion uh, and probably, uh, you know, keep him in motion coming out of the slot so you really can't keep your hands on him. But when he comes out, you got to get your hands on him within those first five yards and not let him have a free release. And I think uh, that's got to be one thing that they're preaching to him this, this week. Yeah, I, yeah, I know we're going to do this segment later, but Tyreek Hill – he concerns me a lot because I'm not sure how to – do you bracket him? Do you uh, do you have one guy follow him? Because that motion does put them in, in bad predicaments whenever he gets, uh, you know, from one side of the offensive line to the other, and he's doing it with tempo, and, and he's in a, in a groove. And by the time they say hut, he's already moving. Yeah, and if you come up with that answer, you should spread it around the league <laughs> because he's got 97 catches for 1,542 yeah. yards and 12 touchdowns with an average of a, uh, a tenth less than 16 yards a catch. Mm. So no one's really Good come Lord. up with that, uh, you know, that answer. My answer is get to Tua. Right. Don't yeah. give them time in the pocket. You, you got to get there and get there fast. And if that means, you know, putting extra pressure on them, then go get them. Uh, but the problem is you got to respect the run. Right. You, you've got a, a running back that's run for 18 touchdown in Mozart. Uh, and now a chain or Chan. A uh, Chan. Thank Chan. You. I got myself right. Uh, you know, he's got seven rushing touchdowns. So, yeah. Um, then, you know, there's no secret to why they're 10 and four. Uh, they've done a nice job of scoring points. You just got to score with them. And I think that's one of the things, uh, that you have to, uh, make sure you takes place. Now, Fangio was the Denver yes. Broncos coordinator whenever he laid the blueprint out. Mm -hmm. And he is also oh, with this yeah. team now. Does he still have the blueprint, or did he leave it in Denver? Well, blueprint and personnel. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay. sometimes you yeah. got to have the personnel to yeah. implement the blueprint, right? Yep, yes. Uh, and I don't know that uh, he has that, uh, you know, the same type of players. But, you know, there's they've won 10 games. So um, there, there, there needs to be concern about – you know, what he did to the Cowboys last time. But it's not much different than what took place this past week, right? That's true, yeah. He played a cover two. I mean, people have been playing cover two for 50 years. Uh, so it's up to you. Because it works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? Uh, and uh, uh, if you can stop the run without overloading the front, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, go back to the 90s. You know, okay, play cover two against the Cowboys. Now, can you stop Emmett? Yeah. Uh, and, and they couldn't. So then yeah. they said, okay, well, we got to stop Emmett. Well, okay, fine. And now you're one-on-one -on -one with the receivers they had and the tight end, by the way. 
So, you know, sometimes you got to pick your poison. Uh, but the deal is you better score yourself and, sure. and score some points uh, on this deal. Do you, do you think that's got that got lost from the Buffalo game is I, I know the defense didn't play particularly well, but the offense was not good at all either. No, no, you're right. And, and so when we saw, you know, 266 yards rushing and, and then you overlook the fact that I, I think going into that last, you know, trash possession that they scored, the, the, yeah. the Cowboys only had like 64 yards rushing. Yeah, it was <laughs> – I I want to take a step back because you were talking about the offensive line. I, I wanted to get your insight on this Miami offensive line because I know they've had injuries, but they also don't give up a lot of pressures. Do you think that's a product of them being a good group or Tua can get rid of the ball sometimes not in a good way really, really quickly? Yeah, either they've got a lot of depth on that offensive line because – I went through it, and, and you're exactly right. They've got a lot of injuries that, that, that they had to, uh, you know, cover uh, during the season. And as a matter of fact, if you looked at their injury report from yesterday, uh, three-fifths of the offensive line didn't practice. Uh, wow. Both offensive tackles uh, and their right guard, uh, Robert Hunt. So, yeah, they've, they've had some problems. But I think Tua, you know, somewhat elusive, and he's did a nice job. Um, and when you're running the ball the way they are, that certainly helps uh, your offensive line from a pass-blocking situation, right? Um, you know, you still got to uh, be able to run block. But, yeah, from a pass-block situation, um, you know, they've done a, a, a really, really good job. And maybe when you have fast receivers, you get rid of the ball faster. They get open quicker, maybe. I don't know. I, <laughs> you would have to watch their games to really understand all that. Or you could just watch the in-season hard knocks. And I'm sure that's where you get all the information. <laughs> yeah. Has Mike McCarthy done that, Mickey? Uh, I, I would say no. Oh, okay. and it I feels like a press would, conference question to ask. He would say no also, by the way. <laughs> uh, That's disappointing. And I, it's I entertaining. Think somebody asked Gilmore that, and he goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they said, you know, uh, hard knocks. And he goes, they're on it. <laughs> and so the assumption was he had no idea that He's that like, was we got even filmed taking to watch. place. Look, which yeah. is fair, because I don't think Tyreek Hill sitting down and being like, Man, I can't believe the league hasn't figured out if you just jam me at the line, that'll really throw. <laughs> right. Like I, I don't anticipate that type of information coming out from there. Or do you think you you think you know? I mean, the Cowboys aren't on uh, on on uh, any hard knocks or so. But do you think guys are staying up late to watch the Cowboys to figure out how to cover C.D. Lamb? No, but what there They're is using the cutups, right? What yeah, they get when, when they get to practice. So there is one thing I do want to know. I believe it came from Hard Knocks or maybe it was from one of his pressers is Mike McCarthy or excuse me, Mike McDaniel. Got it. Said if anybody asks you. About oh, I'm Nick, with you. I saw that. I okay. broke out laughing. OK, has any player ever told you to respectfully <laughs> shut the F up. Respectfully. Respectfully. I don't think he said respectfully twice. I don't know if a coach, a coach has ever said that, but uh, 
I assume you guys have already talked about, it, so we don't need to explain what happened. Yeah, okay. Because mm. I quick. thought of you this morning when I heard you talking <laughs> about the long-term stretch and all that stuff. Oh, and yeah. look, hey, Mike McDaniel was talking to hey to that's you, fine, to Kevin. That's fine. I we could talk about it amongst one another. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring on Ceedee Lamb and be like, "Hey, what about these next three weeks?" Right? But like, I thought about it because we talked about it yesterday too, and we talked about how they, the Miami Dolphins, face some of the same quote unquote narrative problems, right. As the Dallas Cowboys, and McDaniel was like, "Hey, if somebody asks you that respectfully, tell them to shut the f up." And then he said, "Respectfully again." Yeah, with so, all due respect. With all due respect, <laughs> shut the hell up. Shut, well, he didn't say shut the hell. Up either. That's true. Mm. That is true. Family we, show. But can you're we right. We say it. We can't. No, as long as go you, ahead, Mickey, go as long as no, I say it right, no. you know I jeopardize. Yeah, and me. I'd be like, hey, Mickey's a rogue. He's he <laughs> went rogue. I can't control that. It was is, something like off, right? Exactly. He said F. Surely you have had <laughs> players who have said that to you before, right? Uh I don't believe so. Now, what? Bill Parcells once uh didn't like my question. Uh, and he told me I wasn't supposed to be uh, effing asked that question. Oh, really? Do you remember what the At that point. Was? Oh, yeah. Larry Allen wasn't practicing one day in training camp, and uh, he would talk uh, after the first practice, right? So this was the second practice. Right. And he would just walk off by himself, right? And so I figured, well, you know, we're kind of getting along okay. I sided up to him and asked him if he was mad that, you know, Larry suddenly wasn't practicing, didn't really have an injury. And he kept walking. And so I asked again. I said, so are you upset about it? And he turned to me and said, you're not supposed to <clears throat> asking me these questions now. And he okay. stomped off. And I said, oh, okay. But then the next day, he had to walk by me into the press conference, and he looks at me, and he goes, oh, there's the nose. And I go, what's that supposed to mean? I didn't know if it was a physical insult or what. <laughs> and he goes, you're always nosing in everybody's business. Sure. And I said, uh, Bill, I said, that's what I get paid to do, to find out stuff. And after that, we got along famously. Because he liked that you push back a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, because he, he would, I mean, he would crush people. And if you didn't talk back to him, or not talk back, but, you know, respond, uh, he had you, right? So you had to respond to him. But, yeah, he, he sort of kind of, I don't know if that's called cussing me out, but <laughs> he used the F word. Yeah, I think it's okay. You know, Mickey, he, he that happened with me once. I've told this story before. We, You and I went to go, they had a... Uh, a guy that was trying out for the Desperados, uh, Wyndham or something like that, and Parcells had drafted him, and that he was kind of trying out, and you and I just kind of went to watch, and Bill was sitting there, and you said, what are you doing here? And he was like, I'm watching this guy. I drafted him. And he goes, don't write that. <laughs> and so in my story, I had found through looking in the, uh, the media guides that he had been drafted by the Patriots in that year. And Parcells stopped me in the hallway and said, I thought I told you not to write that. And I said, it was in the media guide. And he goes, well, I can't hate you for doing your job and walked off. There you go. See there? (laughs) Very good. Outstanding. Appreciate it very much. Good, sir. We will uh, catch you again tomorrow. I'll be here. See ya. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Beloved by people. Someone decidedly not beloved by people. (laughs) He is beloved.
is Corey Majors. Oh and my that's God. why we brought on Bobby Belt to help balance out he is the likability. I said Corey is beloved. Ooh, that's not. If you love Corey, text I him right Corey. now. If you don't love Corey, don't text him. And but if you don't love Corey, you then probably love me. But I think that the the, the, <laughs> the inverse that is dislike, true. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the inverse is true, and the inverse is probably a much larger piece of the pie. Sure, I can read the fan text. I yeah. got what you're saying. <laughs> we all can. I've seen you get it going before. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Bobby Belt joins the crew with us out at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry. Coming up next, Bobby showed up just for this segment. I feel like it's baseball buckets. With Corey Majors, where we can no longer trade Martin Perez. But, but we can get Jordan Montgomery back. Oh. Next. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Seeger. A swing and a high drive. Well hit right field. That has hit a mile. That ball is history. A mammoth home run for Corey Seeger into the upper deck. And the Rangers grab a 1-0 lead in the top of the first. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry off of Dallas Parkway in Frisco. And right now, it's time for Baseball Buckets with Corey Majors. My wife says that whenever I'm smug, I look off to the right as if and off into the distance. So, mm. if you, Kevin, if you see me kind of look off into the right, it's my smugness coming out is what she says. So, I'm working on that. I have this little smirk that one time made Corey want to punch me in the oh face. Oh, my gosh. It is. If you ever see it, you'll know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Sean's really getting irritated with my smirks. He says that it's usually my tell <laughs> that I'm about to troll or yes. be unserious. Yes. I can hear it in your voice. Uh, whenever I'm driving in, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly it's what's going on. Uh, usually it's kind of delivered like this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you know. Um, we are out here at uh, Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry. And, Bobby, you will be giving away... A Bronco today, right? I will not physically bronco? be doing it. It is not my personal Bronco. Uh, that would probably up the value a little bit if, uh, <laughs> if it was something that <laughs> I had previously owned. Uh, you know, see, this is the troll voice delivery right there. You heard it, Corey. Um, no, this is our, our great friends here at Noah's Fine Watches and Jewelry. It is a wonderful store. You guys should come out here, come see us, and uh, come hang out here. for the, the, huh? I'm here now. Well, yeah, you're here too, but it's not just you guys. It's it's all of our friends ah, listening on the airwaves gotcha. and on the uh, the Odyssey app where everyone's posting their, their spot. Spotify wrapped Odyssey version. But, yeah, come out here. Come see us at Nose Fine Watches and Jewelry right around the corner from the star. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, you have to sign up to win, though. If you don't sign up, you can't win. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That makes sense. And you can sign up right here. All right, guys, so uh, this is from Bob Nightingale. I actually heard this on the, the Sean and Bobby show this morning with RJ. And now that uh, the Rangers, now Max Scherzer's news is out, the Rangers are turning the heat up on Jordan Montgomery and trying yes! to get him back because they're looking at their long-term season and going, how will we ever make it with uh, Nate Valdi, who probably won't – let's be real here. He's probably not going to pitch a full slate of, of games this year. He'll pitch a lot. Evaldi. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the fact is when you're, in, when you're investing in old pitchers or older pitchers, sure. they're going to miss some time at some point. And if they don't, they're probably going to be gassed. Like that might have been the best thing for Evaldi last season is to have a spell where he wasn't out so that he could be who he was at the end of the season. And that was – man, he was Superman at the end of the year. That's what he was for you. Absolutely. So Jordan Montgomery is a guy that you can trust to go out for six innings, maybe seven. Uh, potentially he'll have an eight-inning eight shutout. But that's what you're getting is you're going to get innings out of him. And whenever the big game shows up, 
he's there for you too because his, he doesn't put a lot of strain and stress on his arm with the way that he throws his curveball. So I would I would anticipate the Rangers are trying to. It sounds like he does want to be with with Texas, and it sounds like he they also want him back. They just got to figure out the money on this, right? I would be a huge proponent of this. I was surprised all along the Rangers' take on this, and we've heard some stuff internally that surprised me even more about maybe how some folks project him in the future. I He was a key, key component to your World Series run. I realize finances are complex with this team, but I would be all about him coming back. Obviously, it's not necessarily going to play out the exact same way, but the conversation around it feels so much like the Jalen Brunson talk when he was leaving Dallas, where it's like, well, you know, I mean, is he ever, like, is this always kind of going to be what he's going to be? And Man, do we, pay? Did the really Mavericks good. turn out being right about the No, Jaylen they were Brunson wrong. Thing? They were, they were oh, very, no. very wrong. They were painfully wrong. Oh, and it does no. just make you feel like I, I wouldn't want to – limit anything it's the same discussion like i said that was around brunson where even if you were right about brunson and the projection you went okay but it still holds value even if you have to pay a premium on it like pay the premium and retain him keep him here have that comfort have that reliability it's the same question with jordan montgomery okay even if that is what he is what he's gonna be you need that you could use that spend on it invest in it his body type he is a larger guy uh, he's a he's a tall guy. He was lanky when he was younger. Uh, SOTAweightloss.com. And, and I'm not saying anything <laughs> about that, but I am kind of I'm kind of curious because like he he does every year. It's 30 games. That's just what he does. And I, I do hope that they have that conversation of hey, how do we extend your future? How do we make sure that you are are are, are healthy all the time? Are you at your best right now? Do you want something else? How do you want to grow with this team? And I think that's something they have to look at. Or maybe it's a one-year deal at a lot of money. You know, like that. I wonder if that would be a situation that they would. How would you feel would... about that as opposed to, and what do you define a lot of money as like, I don't know, 33 million? Sure, yeah. Like what he would, would, would get, what would he get, uh, Kevin, if he's, if he signs for, let's say, six years uh, per year? I think he would get about $25 million okay. a year at so six. you bump that up for a shorter-term contract with right. him. And see if he's interested in that because you do want that opportunity to try and go back to back. But uh, but I, but I, I don't know. If somebody texted in earlier and said, "Hey man, just understand the odds are he's you're probably not going to win the World Series again this year. So why even why even go that deep in on it? I think it's because you got to make it through the season first with a, with a good rotation, and you don't even give yourself a chance if you don't have something going here. And you might even pay extremely more for some of the other guys that are out there right now. Does it? I want to just take a step back to something we were just talking about. Does it surprise you at all that this comes into focus because of another injury and not just a, hey, you're one of the key people that helped us win the World Series. We should keep you around. I, I realize, I say this all the time, you could not have won the World Series without Jordan Montgomery. I realize that's a group of more than one person. But it's been surprising to me all along that they're like, appreciate your service, see you on down the road. And maybe only now that injuries are coming into play, they're like, okay. I mean, that's the whole reason he was acquired, though, wasn't it? Like, I mean, you lost Jacob DeGrom, and then you felt like we got to get another starter out of here at the deadline. And Did so he not show you, like, the absolute top-notch performance that you're like, okay, this is a guy we could keep? I mean, is it analytics run amok a little bit? Is it the idea of, like, well, he doesn't maybe. do this, he doesn't do that? Because, I mean, what if he is uh, – you remember Trevor Cahill? Back in the day, yep. the old Diamondbacks in Oakland. But, I mean, he was never a high strikeout guy. He was a weak contact, generate type of guy. What if he's just Trevor Cahill? Is that the worst thing in the world? I mean, it may be that an organization that's become as analytics heavy 
as Texas has may look at it and just say, you know, that, that doesn't fit what we want to do. That's not sustainable. The other thing, too, Kevin, is you did point out he showed you his best. Yes. The, and you always say, what about the worst? You, and What's you, the worst case scenario? And that's the other thing is I'm trying to make sure I'm not getting trapped in the moment because we say this all the time. You know this, Bobby. You don't pay for past performance. You mm-hmm. pay for future performance. So I'm not here to give him a contract or a bonus because of how good he was. I guess I'm just thinking, man, this is like a guy that could be your number two starter, be your number three starter for the next four or five years. And you're like, great. I mean, look, he's, he's a guy, he's a career. This is seven years now. He's a career, like, what, three, six, three, seven yeah, ERA he's guy. He's been really pitcher. good. Yeah. It's worked out well. But I do understand what you're talking about. One of my favorite bands, gentlemen, is a, a band called The 1975. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a line in one of their songs where they say, don't fall in love with the moment and think yeah. you're in love with the girl. Yeah. It may be a case of them saying, like, look, we don't want to fall in love with the moment and think we, we love this pitcher. But you got to remember, like Mike said it at the time, that oh, the six, last six weeks of the season, so four to six weeks, you can make an argument Jordan Montgomery was the best pitcher in baseball. I agree. Like, he did that for you. If he can, you know, if he can do that once and he's shown a consistent body of work, I'll live with the swings of it all. My version of that analogy is when I was watching Bachelor in Paradise with my wife. Love and it. I was like, sure, that's the best possible date you could go on. But don't get fooled. Do you really like this person, or do you like the amazing walk-on-water restaurant you're at? Oh, they walked on water? And then this one guy walked wow. in the wrong part, and he fell into the water. It's it was happen. hilarious. What if you, like, had a dating show where, like, you, you filmed them, like, the Bachelor people, but it's like, hey, the electricity's due. It's $200 this month, and you have $160 in your bank account. You don't get paid till two days from now. What are you going to do? I think that would be an or interesting dating you show. Or you go on a trip to, like, I Arkansas. And, uh, and you have to drive there, or you drive 18 hours together, and not yeah. everything's going to go well, and a raccoon might get in your car. How do you all deal with that? Those are the things, those are the realities we I'm have to deal with. I'm also curious how that raccoon got into the car. <laughs> the, uh, real quick, I did want to throw this out here. Yamamoto, I know, Bobby, you're out on Yamamoto because once you realize the Rangers weren't in. He doesn't, yeah, he's, he hasn't had Tommy John surgery. We're uh, out on it. <laughs> Golly, but here, here are the three fair. factors, Kevin, that they're looking at. Risk factor number one, he's never pitched in Major League Baseball. That's and a big one. That is a very significant deal. Number two, he's really short or relatively short, they oh. say. And a lot of times, you know, we talk about the longer pitchers, the release points further out in front, all those different things. He's five foot 10, 176 pounds. The dude has movement, though. But can, will that translate to the big league hitters? And then the last one, he is a pitcher. And, Kevin, <laughs> the point is, when uh-huh. you're giving $300 million to a pitcher, yep. pitchers are more likely to get hurt than hitters. Sure. And so that's a, that's a big concern there is the fact that the, he's, he's a pitcher, you're going to spend all this money, and, it, and that's all he can do. And it's maybe every fifth day, if not sixth. So that's what you're dealing with with that. I have to admit, it is pretty wild to me that somebody who's never pitched in Major League Baseball might get $300 million. Yeah. It's, it's the track record of success, though. When you've gone out there and, and you know, you've had you Darvish come over here, Shohei Otani, and they, they perform like they do, you start falling in love with the idea do of what it could be. Do you then ignore all the people that were before them that did not yeah, do very yeah. well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. okay. That's exactly what we That's do. We, we only, uh, like we said, we fall in love with the moment, Hagee. That's all I wanted to really know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.